So like I have this coach's jacket right now. This yeah, is the you really item need I've coach's wanted. jacket right. Coach's yeah, jacket right. This now. is the item I've wanted. Last year I got the uh, wait coach's jacket. No, there's something. They're called something else. Chore coats. That was last year. Oh, was this something different? This is a coach's jacket. Is <laughs> 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 this something different? You just said it. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I'm Mace. Welcome to episode 191. Trumpets. Disney movie. We are going to be talking style. I think it is our third episode. I hate that Mm -mm. I can't see the time. Oh, what do you mean? You're the only one who can look at the, the like minutes. the literal time? On this task cam. <laughs> Sorry if everyone that's just involved. That's we just started recording. It. It's well, 9, I always 10 can see it. You want to know? I want to watch. I want to be able to watch it. You have full access and I don't. That's how it was in the old days. No. Yes. You never saw the task Okay. Camp. Well, I thank you very much. <laughs> just everyone knows. So sorry for that. Mace is house sitting and we have our old mobile little box. Yep. Very nostalgic. It was not meant for podcasting. I have no idea what this box was meant for. Honestly, I think it was meant to go on top of a DSLR camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we use it for podcasting. But it works, everybody. Welcome to this podcast. Um, so sorry for that interruption. It was going to bother me. So I had to say something. Uh, that interruption took about 20 seconds. Um, okay, so everybody, <laughs> welcome to this podcast. If anyone listened last week, I wasn't there. I'm back, baby. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to do that after every time. Mm. I'm back, baby. Did you miss me? <laughs> Did you miss me? Um, everybody, if you're... We got your friend in our mind now. Did you miss me? <laughs> it's true. Um, we are a podcast that's dedicated to helping you live less certain, more curious lives. Not, no, not completely uncertain. And no, not completely mm-hmm. uncertain. Let's see. Not Let's com- see what it is. <laughs> Not no certainty, <laughs> all curiosity, but less, less certain, certain, more Good curious. clarification. Yeah. Um, and, 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 the, and the thing we've been saying lately that you've been teaching me is that the horizon is complexity. That's something that one of my classes we've been talking about, mm-hmm. and I am kind of into that idea. Although I then also had a lecture in that same class on how we can hide behind complexity and curiosity. God knows I do. I know, I know. God knows I do as well. That came up in the Anagram episode last week. I know, you mentioned that about when your son called you out on that. Yep. So folks, what we do here at this pod, if you're new, if you aren't new, you're like, we know what you do. Move on, get to the episode. But we like to pick a random topic and then essentially say, let's just be curious about it and have a conversation. And I think over time, we've gotten looser in terms of how we have the conversation. I think we like to consider it with a hovering attention. Oh, I would say oh, is the oh. way in which we approach it. Wow. Which, I've never heard you say that. Which I think we will be having an episode coming up that is, uh, I think it could be titled The Spirit of Psychoanalysis. Ooh, yeah. Because I think a lot the that's ghost. emerged. The ghost of Freud. More and more. <laughs> I'm like, I guess, but no. <laughs> 
I think that's something that's emerged more and more with us. Like I'm serious. I know I struggle guys. No, I, I struggle when Scott makes jokes not to take them. Like I need to be serious. It's, it's a thing I'm working on. And it, there's a different dimension where then you go with a joke and then we go with jokes. I know <laughs> I'm, I am. I am nothing. If not like the really, ghost of fright. No, no, <laughs> but then if I were to make some joke, you would be like, whatever, and go with it. And I, I'm like, actually not very good at banter, so I, I don't really build on jokes well, but I would laugh, but I wouldn't say no. <laughs> you know, it's fine. I'm working on it, whatever. I don't even know if working on it. I'm aware it's a bind I have, mm-hmm. but um, I would say that there is a lot of influence around just like different psychoanalytic thinking and theory, not just Freud, like lots of other folks that are kind of constantly influencing Scott and I. And so I think that's made its way into the pod. And so this idea of a hovering attention is, I would say, stems from this idea of free association, which we did a whole episode on. We're currently cat sitting and this cat's approaching Scott and it's making my heart warm. Um, But this idea that we're both going to have free associations and we keep a hovering attention around style as the topic, but we will allow ourselves to allow free associations to come, allow where it takes us to take us while having, maintaining some kind of hovering attention. That is a game changer. I've never heard you say that hovering attention. Thank you. That, 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 that is blowing my mind. I'm not joking around. I, I I mean, it's because it's not like just in the podcast. Like if we give ourselves some permission to do some hovering attention, but in life, that's what I need more of some hovering attention. I have a book I want you to read because I just read a chapter and I think you'd love it, but it's about like the posture a therapist takes. And Mm. I think you would love it. And a lot of it was around this idea of who's writing. uh, Okay. I interrupted you. Maintaining, maintaining this hovering attention, which includes curiosity, awe, complexity, like all these other therapeutic things like attachment, whatnot. But anyways, well, guys, I'm so I, sorry. Here we are. We're going to be talking about style and we're going to do it. But I think <laughs> I think that's just in the air to be Hovering made. attention? Yes. Yeah. Well, I was going to say like you, you said therapist, but I'm like, what about podcasters? What do you mean? Well, you said that's what therapists are talking about. But I'm like, why don't we why don't we instill podcasting with this totally. sense of hovering attention? Totally. We can. That's exactly what we're doing here. Here yes. we are. All right. Well. We'll start that next week. That's just a little. We're done for now. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Your face. Who are you? Your face. This is the most outlandish thing I've ever said. The episode's over in six minutes, and you're looking at me with wide eyes. I thought you were saying like, "All right, I guess we'll talk about hovering attention, and we won't be doing it at all here oh. for the rest of this episode." Gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, everyone. I I'm in a mood, so style. let's hope this goes well. <laughs> okay, so we've done two episodes on style. We have. Also, side note, um uh, <laughs> listening back to my episode last week with Daniel on Enneagram, uh, the, also in the background, there will be a cat. Right now, it's uh playing games with the uh placemats on the table. I listened back last week and you could tell I have a cold. Yeah. And I still feel like I have a cold. I'm so we're going to be able to... I, 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 I hosted worship at the church I go to this last week. And this woman came up to me and said, you have a wonderful, deep radio voice. And, you're like, and I was I'm like, just it's sick. a cold. It's a cold. But it's also fun. <laughs> I guess. Hello, everybody. I have a cold. Uh, okay. So style. This is our third episode. Last episode was with our friend Alyssa Brown. Yes, we had Alyssa on. Yeah. 
And then and then and then after we did like an a, an hour and a half enneagram typing session with Alyssa. Oh my gosh! No, after the episode, yeah. we totally did. We totally we did. posted we that uh, as a bonus too. on our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. And I think there's a chance she actually is a two. Mm. I think there's mm. a chance. Um, okay, Intrigued. so yeah, we did style a long time ago, and we also did a original no small thing episode on style. And we've been thinking of like fun episodes to do, keeping things light. Um, and cause I need lightness in my life. Don't want to get too deep. I don't want to get too dark. <laughs> well, we're going to find a way. And <laughs> we'll turn this dark. I think for some reason, and I don't know if this is just me, but I do think probably fall or spring, I would say more than any season is when I start to pay attention to style. Like hmm. I want oh. new clothes the most in spring. That's new information. And I think fall is probably a little bit true. And I think the reason is probably just because of like the change of season. Like heading into spring, I'm like, oh my gosh. I would say fall brings up back to school for me. So I usually feel the most compelled. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I think that might be more typical. But Mm -hmm. I think for me, I just feel so much more happy in myself. Re-emerging. Yeah. Re-engaging. It's like new life energy. And it's like, oh my gosh, what what do I want to bring into this new Mm -hmm. life? Like what? And I feel like I, I think I historically always get new clothes in the spring just like a few new items and that feels very nice to be well why don't you just get into it why why don't you just start talking about the headspace you're in right now (laughs) in real time in real life right now the here here and now (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know (laughs) okay i'll say some things i'll say some things <laughs> what? I'll say, don't make me sing. Don't make me sing. I'll say some things about style. <laughs> oh, me? You want me to talk about my You have a style? microphone in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we do this for fun. Um, okay, so. Oh, don't bite me, Nala. Um, cat bit. So I would say, I don't know. I'm figuring out my style, but here's what I'll say, everybody. I don't think I've announced this on the podcast, actually. Mm. I am officially, like, I've been in training in school to become a therapist, and I still am, and I still have a full year left. But I do know that coming up in the fall, I will start interning and start actually having clients and start being a therapist light. I won't be licensed, but I will be doing the work of therapy in, in the role. And so with that comes a whole new gambit of professional mace therapist wardrobe, Mm -hmm. which I would say for about a year, I've had it on my mind of like, what's my therapist wardrobe going to be? And it feels like it's being cultivated. And I also know that I'm going to be a play therapist Mm -hmm. working with children. So I'm like, Trying to get together the perfect, perfect, probably not the best word, but what I want to be like professional light yeah, with fun, creative, carefree, colorful, poppy energy. A strong, sturdy sweater with apples on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did get a strong, sturdy sweater with Ladybugs on it. Ladybugs, right. <laughs> I, I, I forgot. But yeah. But, that, that was what was coming from my memory. But yes, something like that. And then lots of like fun button ups. Fun button ups. And I will say, I don't think, I don't think. Border, this uh, would... this, 
this is not looking good right here. Uh, Chewing on cords. This cat is. <laughs> let me get a toy. For He's got the the Nala. power cord. Nala, come over here. Her? Yeah. <laughs> she's got the power cord. She's got the cord. She's got. She's chewing on things. She's uh, rolling around. <laughs> so everybody, uh, play by play. Nala the cat is on the table, chewing on the power cord. Mace has now gotten up and gotten a toy. It's actually a fishing rod with a little feather and ball at the end. Yeah, I think this is specifically for cats. But yes, so um, back to me. Get, let's get back <laughs> to you. Forget Nala. <laughs> um, I think that that's evoked like a whole new way of thinking. I used to have this attitude of like, if I can't wear whatever I want, it's not the job for me, which I think to some extent I agree. Like I want to be able to feel free and expressive, but I also want to have a professional look. Something that's in the room that mm. I have to name, and I don't think I don't think there's anyone that it would get to that I say this is my therapist. My style. therapist. My therapist. <laughs> style is really good. Just go with it. <laughs> Just laugh. Okay, so something. Yeah. <laughs> Nervous laughter. Nervous laughter. Um, I would say well, I, we all have a fun, interesting, strange, quirky relationship with our therapist. Everybody, we do. I do. I definitely do. <laughs> And I love my therapist and I've been working with him for about a year, over a year. And he has great style and I love it. And mm. it's been honestly a very good, really good because <laughs> Because I, <laughs> I'm gonna pull myself together. I think he's modeled like this sense of, at least for me. I mean, we began this conversation around like psychoanalysis, and there is this energy of like, oh, a therapist should be neutral and mm -hmm. wear like bland clothes that are like natural colors mm -hmm. and be like not not distracting or whatever. And for whatever it's worth, I actually feel like there is this piece. And I think this is something that we can jump board into more around like how much style is a matter of self-expression and how important style is. And that's something that I think I've always sensed. Like, I don't really know how to, I would like to be able to cultivate a style and be a therapist that could wear what I want to wear. And being in relationship with my therapist has given me a very cool example of like, yeah. wow, look at this person who has a very distinguished, obvious style that is not trying to do the thing of like, oh, I'm keeping it neutral. Like, definitely he'll wear like bright, fun, loud clothes. And I like it. I'm like, I'm into it. Although one day I did like have like a really rough session where I was like sad about lots of things. And I walked away and I was like, he was wearing such a fun cherry shirt and uh, was probably in such a good mood. Like uh, if you pick out a shirt like that, you have to be in a good mood. Uh, it was like, I probably put him in a bad mood with my emotions. You have a completely different relationship with your therapist than I have with my therapist. <laughs> and your therapist wears neutral clothing from what you've described. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, my, my, my therapist, uh, I, I haven't seen in person in more than two years at this point. Like I, I, I mean on the phone and yeah. I'm not interested now. I, I love the phone. 
It's the phone. phone is the new couch is what they say. It's phone vibes. Well, yeah, it's it's true. It's like whatever the couch is meant to provide for you. It's like I can roam around my office. I can I I oftentimes find myself sitting, I find myself squatting, I I pace, I walk, I circle around. And so there's just a lot of comfort with my body and there's just no self-consciousness. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there would be some sort of advantage about being in person and playing with whatever energy is coming up there too. But Right, totally. Um, yeah. Um, but that's the thing. It's like talking about style and hovering over a conversation or topic here. It's like, well, it's all cultural. I mean, you know, my therapist is essentially typically wearing like some gray... I, it's funny because now all of a sudden I'm thinking, just is Jason going to listen to this? I mean, <laughs> Jason doesn't listen to this. <laughs> and nobody knows who Jason is. <laughs> like, er, Google Jason. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> That's a little bit less concerned than yeah, I what, am. What? <laughs> There's just no way. I could say Jason, Jason, Jason. No, You can't Google Scott Gronholtz and Jason. There's just no, there's no, uh, there's just nothing you can do. Um, my therapist's name is Jason. <laughs> All caps, Jason. Yeah, all caps, Jason. For some reason, everybody, and we have no idea, but for some mysterious reason, I will be texting Mace about therapy, and I say Jason, and it's always capitalized. And you never correct it. I have no idea why. Well, I don't know. It's like, I I don't want to stop and correct that. It's just I'm I'm typing some stuff. It'll be like, Jason was great. Yeah, Jason. Um, uh, Whereas I think typically muted tones um, and typically like, a, a button-down shirt tucked in to some tan slacks, some gray slacks, and then maybe in the winter time, a sweater with a button-down shirt. Never a tie. I don't think I've ever seen Jason in a tie. It's like cardigans. Mm, cardigans. No, never a cardigan. Okay. No, that, okay. that'd be too fancy. Okay. Nope, it's a sweater. What, are cardigans fancy? I think a cardigan is entering the dimension of fancy. That's very interesting. I almost bought a cardigan that was a skeleton. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, obviously there's different variations <laughs> on cardigans. But like, I, I think if you're talking about like a V-neck sweater, which is what Jason would wear. With like a button up underneath. Yeah, I think a cardigan is a little splashier. It's a little mm, flashier. Mm, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. that's why I would wear a cardigan over a, right, a, right. a V-neck sweater. I, I, I think I did, did away with V-neck sweaters 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm a cardigan person if I'm going to go that route, which I haven't gone in a long since time. Quarantine. Actually, I think I think eventually we need to discuss the impact quarantine had. That's on style. a great idea. That's a great idea. I also want to just note that I, I there's we can discuss. That. I don't know which path you want to go down first or second or where, but I think at hmm. some point in this conversation we need to go into your dreams. Mm, mm. I don't know what you mean by that. That sounds. I'm very intrigued. I'm like your yes. dreams. You dream about clothes. Literally oh, let's do that. Let's do that. I, I, I would love an opportunity. Do you want to go with that first? No, I think quarantine. I think that sounds like a finale to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Love it. Because I think quarantine puts us all on the same page. Yes. It like drops a pin in the GPS of the cultural moment. That's true. That's true. And I think that we all, I think, yeah, experienced. Uh, I don't even know why we all. We're sort of wearing sweatpants yeah, no, every no. day. No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so so let's just let's just try to generate some conversation about this. It's gonna be so hard <laughs> to generate some conversation in your face. <laughs> I got you like three times tonight. 
What? Why am I like It's going to be hard to generate conversation. I, the, the amount I keep asking myself, like, why am I like this is so much. Oh, my days. gosh. You make it way too easy. I'm I not know. even trying. I, I, my humor is not spooking people. I'm try, My humor is saying something so obviously jokey that, that, that people laugh. Like... Y- I'm trying to be so extreme. I know, I know. I mean, I'm like, the kind what? of I. If I make a joke, I generally have to be like, "It was a joke." Immediately, it was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, okay, uh, quarantine. quarantine. Get going. Get going. <laughs> um. So, I have many thoughts, but I'll, I'll say part of part of what I would probably have done in the past is I'm out around town yes. noticing things. And I oh, think I see we live in a place that is fairly fashion forward. Seattle. Having Seattle. Having said that, going to New York recently, I was like, this is more fashion forward. This is a oh, fashion yes, yes, yes. mecca, whatever word you want to use, a, f- a fashion bastion, a, f- a fashion hub, a fashion place. I mean, I was especially blown away by the shoes. It's like mm. every once in a while here in Seattle, you'll see some cool shoes, and I'm talking sneakers. <gasps> Oh, <laughs> I got, I got, did she bite you? I got stabbed. <laughs> Somebody's trying to get my attention. No, I stabbed in the, in the gut. <laughs> this episode is so chaotic. <laughs> I'm going to be playing. This cat this. reached up and like dug its claws into my, the side of my, are you okay? Yeah, I think it just alarmed me. Uh, oh, what am I say? Okay, so sneakers in particular. Like uh, every every once in a while you walk around Seattle, you see somebody with cool sneakers. Yes. Somebody was wearing like Jordan 1s or a pair of Yeezys or it's just something that's like sneaker heads would know are cool. Uh, in New York, it was just everywhere. I was like, everybody's got cool shoes on. Now, now here's this question. Would you consider, you would not be a sneakerhead. I consider myself a sneakerhead, but I don't have enough money to be a, a sneakerhead in terms of purchasing the sneakers I'd want. Yes, but if I had the money, I would know what to get. I, I'm, I'm knowledgeable to know what I would get. And, and, and It's no surprise. I've always been like, roll my eyes at sneakerheads. <laughs> right. Well, roll your eyes at anything. I mean, anything that has anybody passionate about anything, you know. You know, you're putting money into psychoanalysis and therapy. People are rolling their eyes at it. Right. So it's it's a hobby. I mean, I think it can get a lot of hand for sure. Like Desus and Mero, the show we've been watching recently, did an episode where they are like showing Bernie Sanders different sneakers and be like, guess the amount. And Bernie Sanders is so funny. That is really funny. Oh, 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 I I guess uh, $80. And they're like, (laughs) Three thousand dollars, and he's like, oh, you know. And then, and like, once he's even on to the game, they keep. It's obvious, like the the, the theme of this is they continue to bring out more expensive, expensive. sneakers, and, and he still can't. And, and he's like, okay, okay, I'm gonna guess. Uh, let's say for this one, two hundred and fifty dollars, and they're like eight thousand, and he's like. This is immoral. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I want you to show me that later. <laughs> I will. But yeah, I mean, I, I do think you can be a sneakerhead, heavy quotes, whatever that even means, and still have a pair of shoes on a budget that signifies that you know a little bit about shoes. Well, and you're so. trying to, I mean, I, okay, this is, see, this is where I'm like, I just don't understand it. Is it about saying you know about shoes or is it that you like the shoes? Both. Of course it's both. 
Okay. I mean, if if you were to say, "Here's my favorite band," you're saying, "These are this is my favorite band, and I know about bands." Right. That's true. You know? That's true. I'd be like, <laughs> and I know about this scene. Yeah. Here. Yeah. 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 If you say, "I know Bjork," you're saying there's something about your taste that has gotten you there. Yes. You don't, I don't think yes. you just wake up and are a Bjork fan. No, I think that's true. Yeah, so true. it's similar. I mean, being a sneakerhead is the same as being a music fan. It's like you can get snobby about it. Right, right. You know, And, and again, I don't know if I'm a sneakerhead. I'm just saying, I just say I walk around and here's an example. It's a yes. so low stakes, silly example, but this is the way my brain works. I remember the exact moment it happened. I grew up in the 90s. Middle school, high school, 90s. And Reeboks were cool then. Mm-hmm. And I remember about four years ago, uh, Christmas morning, woke up, went on a walk with my family. I was at Cary Park, which is a big park here in Seattle that has a great overview or outlook of Seattle. And I saw a person with a pair of white Reebok shoes on. You have them now. Oh, well, I have them now. I've worn them to the ground. I mean, that was what I wore for like four years. But right. I, I knew I it's intuition. I, I had a sense of this person knows what they're doing. I don't I didn't need to Google it. You liked the shoes. It's on the street of yeah. of Queen Anne and Seattle. Right. On right. the street. But I just I just saw I saw I, I get an intuitional sense. I don't know if intuitional is a word, but like an intuition sense that Reeboks are back, which they sort of were. And I'm like, I, w- I want a pair of Reeboks, which are only like $70, yeah. which are expensive, but like I mean, shoes. big, all things considered, not that expensive. So it's like, yeah, uh, we're having around the conversation right now, but um, I, I, in quarantine, yes. we're not out and about as much. Right. So nobody is coming out bringing No, their you're not able fashion. to like be inspired in that way. Right. So I haven't I've had I haven't had a good reference point for like the last 2 years. Yeah, and that's interesting for you even to say this cuz I guess I I'm trying to wonder like where do we get our style inspiration? Mm-hmm. You know, and what you're saying is like walking around, mm-hmm. like seeing other people do it. And I'm like, I guess that's probably where I get it. And I think I mentioned this on the previous style episode it's like I get a lot of mine from like children. Right, which is beautiful. Right, like I'm like, oh my That's gosh, children's style. I think points towards like <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm like I'm so forward. Like youth culture. I'm I'm talking about like like a a 16 year old. Like I feel like they have a good beat on what's cool. You're going all the way no, down to a no, seven no. Like year old. today, a four year old was wearing these sweatpants, <laughs> and I was like, literally, I was like, I almost wanted to take a picture just to be like, can I find these sweatpants? Because they were <laughs> one leg was green, like That's a, a sort of like genius. A, a Kelly green, and the other leg was blue. Yeah like a light blue and then they had these big patchwork flowers on them in these like bright primary colors and I was like I want those so my question is in my size is it is it a pure natural expression of a child who's four who just goes for what they like because I do think that is a cool form of Art oh my gosh, children that wear or what is they it want? hipster cool Queen Anne parents who've decided to dress their kids that way? So I, you know, who are you being influenced by? I actually think that I wonder about that a lot. Yeah. I wonder about that a lot. With this kid, I asked them, I said, I really like your pants. And they said, Thanks, they're new. <laughs> so there was that. Like they liked Tell them me your too. philosophy of style. Tell me, like, Frito, <laughs> tell me what's going on here. Um the, her shirt matched like her shirt matched in a slant way, 
which made me think <laughs> that like this is great. there was a little parental influence. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I do tend to ask a lot of kids like, "Who do you pick out what you wear?" And most of them say no. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, if I have children. I will definitely, as quickly as possible, be having them pick every outfit they Well, wear. that's the thing. is that I think we picked our kids' clothes and then let them choose it. So that's an interesting thing. Like, which between these two things right. or something? Yeah. But yeah. it's interesting to think about, like, we're just going to go to the store. It's gender neutral. Pick whatever you want here. It's actually, don't even worry about what fits. Just get what you want. No. Did you see the meme that I posted today? I feel like this <laughs> needs to enter the conversation. <laughs> What? I didn't, but it's like, I love when you get really proud of a meme you post. I love it. Someone recently said that I, it's an art form that I have. It's memes? memes. Ah, that's great. Okay. <laughs> All clothing is unisex if you stop being a little bitch about it. I did it. see that. It, yeah, it's, it's like uh, Van Ness. Jonathan Van Ness. Yeah, Jonathan Van Ness. I just think that's like the funniest attitude about it. Yeah. Like, and that's so true. All yeah, clothing is, is so unisex true. if you stop being a little bitch about it. Yeah. No, and I think I have that impulse personally for my own style, and I don't lean into it very much. But I will say, hovering, I, I love this permission of hovering over conversation. Hovering attention. I can sense in my spirit, for whatever it's worth, I would like to be a person, and I've never done this, but I know it's there, that would like painted nails the majority of the time. <gasps> Scott, I want that for you. <laughs> I want that for you. You. That seems just so fun. It just seems like a no-brainer. I mean, but I still have never done it. I've never done it. It's always on my mind. Please do it. <laughs> okay. Please, why, what's stopping you? I don't know. It's like a cultural mental block. Oh, what color would you do if you could do any color? I think it'd be different every time. I think it'd be mood and... But what's your first choice? If you could pick right now. Right now, based on my outfit, I think it would be fun to just have... a. a I like the idea of like a rotating green and white. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. that would just be very simplistically oh gosh, Scott, merged in with I my outfit. <laughs> I have like, I'm feeling really I've been strong watching the show feelings. Arcane, which is a Netflix sort of anime type of show. And nope, 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 strike that. Actually, just throw that out the window, everybody. Just got done watching the new season of Demon Slayer. Oh. And the main. Uh, is that what you're talking about? Hashira uh, character is like this really cool kind of hyped up masculine powerful character with a lot of fashion and sort of eccentric femme skewing yes, vibes yes. with like earrings and jewelry and painted yes, nails. Yes, yes. And I was like, dang, I actually really do see <laughs> that for you in the sense that like, if we were to describe each other's styles, that would be fun. First mm. off, that oh, would be really yeah, fun. Yeah. 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 I could do that. For um, sure. I think we should. Mm. And I'll begin with you and say how I think that fits. Is Here we go. Is okay, Scott has <laughs> Scott's style is I would say Oh, now I'm getting nervous. I'm going to do it wrong. Free association. But I got to free associate. I would say You're free. No judgment here. Thank you so much. I would say its origin story is preppiness. Yep. It's 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 birthed out of prep. Yep. But then it's preppiness with a twist. Mm -hmm. It's wanting to have something that pops that's like a fun little thing that makes people think, but that also shows a little bit of like, hey, 
I've got some character or it's telling you something <laughs> about me. And it's something that's like a little, a little item. There's also a sense of a uniform heavy mm-hmm, quotes mm-hmm. happening with your style. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, like yep. you can expect a relatively similar look from me in a few different variations. And I'm not needing to like change it a lot around cause I like what it is and I'm going to keep it nice and tight in that sense. <laughs> I would this say the color story is, your, I would say your color story is pretty, pretty open, but you stick to a few colors per outfit. Mm. You don't do more than like three colors. That's true. And they are colors that I would say are like generally like colors that go together. Like today you're wearing bright yellow and like an evergreen green. And those are, those are like, I think people would look and be like, yeah, those are colors that go well together. Yeah, yeah. Like in a, in a very like not basic, but just general sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is really good. Um, I would say other things clean. Like, I feel like you mm, really want to have a clean, dang. like put together look. Like yeah. it's like, yeah, I want it to feel clean. I want it to feel like, but not like, but also still <laughs> casual, but like <laughs> casual with a little bit of like, but I put this outfit together mm-hmm. and I'm put together here and I feel good and I feel confident in it. And a white shoe. You love a white shoe. I do. <laughs> I think you nailed it. <laughs> Thank There's you. no clarification I would add to that. I feel like you Thank got you. it better than I would have. Thank you e- so Everything you're much. saying was resonating with me. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So I do feel like, here's what I was going to say, of having nails is that fits in with your style. Hmm. That's the little extra flair of something. And I think iteration. that's the next little bit of like, hey, I'm more than you think. I am put together and I have these things. I am preppy. Like that's a part of who I am. But like... I'm going to add this piece and show there's a little, there's a little, I don't even know if fun is part of it. It's more of like, I think because I know what it would represent to you, it's more of like, I'm going to push back on something. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Dang. I want to take a turn, but I feel like yours is so much more complicated than mine. (laughs) Okay. Well, first off, I will, before you do that, I, I listened to a podcast today that was, I don't know if over my head was the right phrase to use, but I did listen to it at seven in the morning while I was on the bus. And I thought it was going to be, because there is this conference called psychoanalysis and fashion. Oh, wait. Okay. Hold on for a quick second. Yeah. Hold on for a quick second. I feel like that's a, I'm I'm trying to have discipline in this episode to take a pause. Yes. So we can do a call to action, which we haven't been doing. Yes. So we just did your check in on my fashion. Yes. And now you're about to introduce a topic of sorts. Yes. Uh, so let's just take a break. Okay. Because everybody, we used to do about two or three breaks per episode. It's true. We've gotten like really solid now. We're, we're, we can't gotten, see the time. Yeah. It's, it's 34 minutes in. That's what I'm saying. If we're doing an hour Good episode, job. we're Good about job. halfway through. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get right into some... I'm going to assess Mace's style. Yeah, I'm going to give a thought and then you'll assess my style. When we come back. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm here with just a few suggestions on how you can support the podcast. First, you can write us a rating and review on iTunes. It has actually been a while since we've gotten a good, solid rating and review on iTunes. We love to read them, but it also bumps us up in the algorithm. It's encouraging. It's communal. Please, if you have a moment, just stop on over at iTunes and write us a rating and review. You can also share about us in your social media so that if that's Twitter, if that's Instagram, if that's Snapchat, if that's Facebook, if that's TikTok, whatever your preferred social media, if you just do a a quick post and share about us, that really helps. 
We used to do posters around Seattle that said we're Seattle's number one podcast. We haven't done that in a while, but if you're willing to promote us and share us, uh, we really appreciate it. And finally, as always, you can support us on Patreon. Uh, you get access to our Discord channel. We're not super active on that these days, but there are other people that you can share comments and thoughts and conversations with. And if you want to check out our website, lesscertainmorecurious.com, we have some merch there that you can check out. So thank you for listening to this episode on style. We love you. We appreciate you. Please, if you have one of those opportunities right now to support the pod, take a quick chance to do that. And now we will get you back to this conversation on style. Okay, so we're back, and I'm trying to gather my thoughts. Essentially, I said this to Scott. I said, what if we think about style in the unconscious? And what I mean by that is, what if we think about and consider how much of our unconscious is always playing a role in the styles we choose? Yes. Which I think is, like, to some degree obvious, but then also we never, we don't, I don't think we spend as much time considering that as we might want to. And so I just that's what we're here to do. It's exactly, it's exactly <laughs> what we're here to do. So I think that there's this piece around style that feels like this blatant way in which we're trying to tell people who we are and we're yeah. trying to also tell ourselves who we are and we're trying to express who we are. Yeah. And I think so much of who we are. So I was listening to this podcast today. There's a whole like conference series and I'll probably play a clip from one of the talks in a second that was on essentially fashion and psychoanalysis, which they pulled together like therapists, analysts, and fashion designers to speak on this. Which cool. is going to be the next episode because I so want to deep cool. dive this. And it's I didn't so have the cool. chance. And I was listening to an episode this morning and was super sleepy and was like, oh my gosh, when are they going to get to style? And I don't think they ever did. <laughs> and there was this person was naming all these things and I, I understood some of it, but it was just a little bit over my head. But I would say one of the biggest takeaways or thoughts that it brought forward for me was the role of mirroring. And what I mean by mirroring is like the the sense of... Um, the way in which we're able to see ourselves. And so they were like linking it to like early infancy and like the mirror mirroring they have with like you have with your caretakers. So like you look at your caretaker and you think you see, you're seeing yourself. Yeah. So whatever expression your caretaker gives you, you actually think it's coming from within. And they were talking about this idea of how, as we grow, we start to self-express and the way in which we're self-expressing becomes the mirror for which we start to see ourselves. And was naming it around this idea of like playfulness and considering this as being like, I'm now merging lots of ideas, I feel like, but like this potential space. And then also this way in which we're all in who we are is we are bodily people and we're bound by our bodies. And that in a sense is almost it's it's not this like stagnant thing, but it's this this thing that holds us together. But then the way in which we manipulate our bodies and you could consider style to be a way in which we're manipulating our outer world. So it's like this joint connection of our inner world with our outer world. We're making the inner outer and style is Ooh. kind of the way in which we do that. A new idea introduced to the pod. So it's like, this, said that yet. it's like this balance between the two, but it's the way in which 
like style, self-expression, hair, tattoos, clothes. These are ways in which you're actually, they are considering this idea of like transforming your body. You're, you're manipulating your body to align and to harmonize with your intra-psychic and inner, like inner world. Love that. I know, which I'm like, dang, that's interesting. And it's interesting thinking about you. And it's like, I described it like preppy background with a flair, like wants (laughs) to have like it put together, but not like, but casual. So it feels open. And I feel like it would be easy to actually see how those are like kind of character traits of you. Hmm. Like Hmm. not like, Hmm. like there is this, like, I think you have been referred to as like the golden boy, but you're like golden boy, but like, also with a twist twist. (laughs) no exactly and i think that that's like that's an interesting thing to start considering the ways in which you're either aligning with your inner world or working with parts of your inner world or there's parts that like maybe you're not aware of that your fashion's exposing you know all these different factors no i mean when you say manipulating your body it's really interesting because i think internally i've always related this is going to get very strange but like uh, with a slighter build. And for as long as I can remember, I felt a sort of cultural imperative to be big. Hmm. And I have a very complicated relationship with that because hmm. I'm like, I get big and I feel like I should be getting big. And I'm talking about like working out, like yeah. Yeah. working out like six days a week. And Just it's like not, masculine. It's, yeah. It's not like a manic working out. Like I enjoy working out, but like at the same time, there's a bigness in the back of my mind. And at the same time, I don't want to be big. I kind of mm-hmm. would like to be slighter. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. my natural my mat- natural build would be fairly slight. And yet I got made fun of for that growing up. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, and, and girls in high school would sort of explicitly, uh, I don't know, they wouldn't make fun of me, but they'd sort of be implying like you, you should work out more. Like you're, you're attractive, but like you're, you're almost there. Like if you just worked out a little bit more and did mm, some bodybuilding, you know, I'm like, is... geez, okay, I'll try to do that. You know? So I'm like, I have this constant back and forth of like, I feel natural and probably like the look I'd want to go for a slider. Mm. And yet then I get a little worried. And I'm like, I got to lift with some weights and get big. You mm. know, it's, it's mm. very strange. Yeah. So you're kind of in this bind. Yeah. You're in that bind, bind right there. Yeah. 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 Gosh. It's nice it's, for you to be. It's, it's, it's also really interesting <laughs> to, to just also name this in this of like, yes, yeah, style is also like, I'm even thinking of like, I'm like, okay, the fact that we haven't even mentioned Moses Sumney is interesting because we did a whole <laughs> huge thing on Moses Sumney. And I think Moses Sumney is like, the style icon, the, the style, style icon. icon. I mean, also Bjork, also Bjork, a hundred percent. I've got a million other style I icons know, in I my know. brain. You're right, but you're yeah. right. There's <laughs> others, I mean, you can name them. Um, but it, it's making me actually. This is just because I'm allowing the hovering attention of the free association is thinking of Ty's Lossy and this idea of where are you local to, and wondering about this idea with style. And I think there's something that style is saying where you're local to. Totally. In so many regards. Like what you wear is an expression of where you're local to, to so many extents. And so like you're naming this right now of like how much your specific culture is, you you can't escape how that is shaping your style yeah. and like telling telling you whether you want it to or not, what to wear, whether right. it's choosing not to wear something or to wear something in response to. Yeah. Absolutely, you got it. Um, okay, are you ready to analyze me and my clothes? I don't know if it's analyze. 
I don't feel as confident. I feel like you nailed it. But well, that's like, okay. You don't this will be fun to, to provide some raw material and then you have well, you. Well, and also I think my personality is one that's going to be like, you didn't get it. Of course. We already know that. <laughs> so we can we can already go into that. But, but, but maybe you'll hear me say some words and then you'll just, I think I like the idea of like adding. I mean, I, everybody, I was in an eight hour anti-racism training today. So that's in my mind. Everything in this training was no splitting, no binary thinking, no buts. Just talk about yes ands. Yeah. Uh, So you can do a yes and to anything I'm about to say. Great. Okay. So (laughs) we know that Mace grew up not knowing uh, which sort of gendered clothing to choose. That's At so At times true. you were performative. Mm-hmm. At times you did what society told you to do. At some point, maybe late freshman year, early sophomore year of college, you started experimenting with your own looks. At this point, it started to skew aggressively what I understand to be emo or seen. I'm not entirely sure of the nuances of those two labels, but it is a lot of... Makeup, black stripes, platforms, piercings. You could call this queer culture, but at the time, I'm not entirely sure if you were totally clued into that. Maybe you were. And and so you 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 started to cultivate a particular aesthetic. That's probably true. I don't think scene or emo would really be it, but it's that it's light. Okay, it's light. Okay, so you started going that direction. Yes, I think for a long time we all know the story. Well, we if you've listened to the podcast that the, you you discarded your clothes. I got rid of all my clothes one day. You threw them out the window, and yeah. now you're cultivating a certain scene. You shaved your head. Mm-hmm. And so there's, uh, and and then you started heading into. I'm I'm doing your journey now. I've because I've I know, had more I'm of like, a. Tell me my style what? now. I, I've had more of a. Oh, oh, you want me to do that? But because you can do both. When you describe I, my style now, it's it's essentially my style my whole life. Yeah, so, no, it's true. Um, once you started going, so so you had this sort of like base. I'm telling you like paint. Yes. You had a base coat of like emo scene and then, and then gender non-binary. So you're shaving your head. And now with that base and that foundation, then you start to play. And then I think it's like really cultivating an essence of confusion, uh, undefinability. And now the way I would describe it currently is quarantine mace is a series of a few standard like sweats and hoodies. It's so true. Quarantine mates yeah. is very So there's Moses Sumney and Bjork hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> starting to head back into the world, starting to recultivate a sense of style. It's got like you've worn the same hoodie forever. <laughs> there there is a sense that you're wearing some clothes to go back to work and like live out in the world, but it does tend to be hoodies and uh, and, and but 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 for Christmas you did get some like cords and stuff like that. But but now we've done some placeholders on where we're going yes, into the future. Yes, yes. So the way I would describe where we're going, and I took a stab at this earlier, is uh, whimsical, whimsical professional. So we've got to try to somehow combine sort of a gender non-binary whimsical professional look that will not be replicated or seen in any other space. When you share your style with me and your style ideas, there is no reference point. I don't know what you're talking about, and also I see what you're saying. I'm saying, this is Mace, but it's not anybody else. I've never seen anybody that would do this. 
And <laughs> I, I also, because I know you get what you're doing, you know? I do. I have a vision. Yeah, you have a vision. But it, it has to be skewed. It has to convey, in terms of your own inner world, a sense of not undefinability, non-traditional. But also, I sense, if we're talking about a green sweater with ladybugs on it, like if we just use that as the reference point... In a in a in a in a springboard for conversation, like I said earlier, it's a it's a sturdy piece. It's a sweater. Mm-hmm. It's saying this this take the ladybugs off and even take the brightness of the green. Mm-hmm. And this is a just a nice sweater. Exactly. It's a sweater. Exactly. And now we're gonna amp up the color a little bit, and we're gonna put some ladybugs on it. And it's gonna, you're gonna say, "What is this feminine? Is it masculine? Is it traditional?" Where do I place this in any sort of reference point? Shoot, there's no reference point. Somehow it's professional. Somehow it's brightening my day. Somehow this person is creative and professional at the same time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I trust them. Thank you. Thank you. I hope that that's the case. I do think, okay, I do think that there is a consistency I am going for with the inconsistency, especially as I think about like... We didn't even get into your hair, but go 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 off. Oh, do you... Please get into my hair, No, actually. no, 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 no. I'll, I'll add... Uh, well, no, <laughs> you really want me to get in your hair. <laughs> I like attention. Let's just be reminded. <laughs> well, we are... It's it's fun for me to be able to piggyback off observations your own therapist is that about your hair, but... Oh. It, <laughs> <laughs> your hair seems to be a great way to keep people on their toes. You know, so that that's... That's the it's if true. You say if you know to know mace is to know that it's going to change. Hair is going to change on average about every week. Once no, a week. I would say that's my take on. No, not lately, but generally. No, I actually don't think so. Two weeks. I would say two weeks. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I have no desire to two argue. Two weeks that. to four weeks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is what I would say, say is that. actually an average. Yeah. Um, okay. I think yes to everything you just said and Mm -hmm. yes. And Mm -hmm. no, I think you did a good job laying some scaffolding. I do think you're, it's true. By nature. I feel like you called me out for how much my quarantine style has become very like scrubby, which I'm fine with. I really like, I struggle with the fact that I like to feel comfortable and I like a hoodie because I can put it over my head. And that's an interesting energy for me that I'm like, I think to some extent, actually not wearing a hoodie is feels very exposing sometimes. Mm. And that's something that like is is this good step for me. Yeah. I feel like to not as I, I say this to as wear I wear a hoodie. As I'm wearing a hoodie and I have it over <laughs> my head. So like a literal hoodie is on your head right it's now. It's not happening right now. Um but no, it's true. I think I do consider it to be like I do take the role of like if if I'm gonna be a therapist very seriously and the like transference process and the potentiality of someone identifying with me and the potentiality of somebody throwing things into me. And I don't think it's like, I need to be freaking out about what my style is, but I do think I don't want to be so unpredictable. Like I want to maintain a sense of whimsy and fun and changeability. That's not chaotic and unpredictable in a way that could be threatening to anyone. So I think that that's something that I'm like, working out like I think Mr. Rogers is an interesting example of like his predictability is 
part of what makes him so sweet with children, you know? And like, I think for me in my therapeutic process, I hope to do something like, let's take our shoes off here in this space, Man. you know? When you invoke Fred Rogers too, it's just like... That's also a style At I the end of the you. day, yeah, he's, he's got fire style. Oh, he you does. Know, the he cardigans, does style. you know, he does. Uh, it's just so good. But I like the idea of like, we take our shoes off and they always have fun socks. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, you're not going to show up one day in like a bikini. <laughs> you know, I, I, that, no. that's an outlandish thing to say, but like there'll be a continuity to be like, no, I kind of think, wears quirky sweaters. I think that's that is, I think it's like quirky sweaters and fun printed yeah. button ups mm-hmm. is like really the style I'm going for. And like plain pants, like I'll have, I have like three pairs of pants I wear mm-hmm. and then just like fun shirts that are like business casual fun things, which like I do have to admit, like is inspired. Plain pants, but like, Periwinkle cords are just a twist on plain pants, I think. Sure. I guess, yeah, that's the thing is I'm like, they're like relatively plain pants though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think that's that's that might be a little uh, psychoanalysis to, to just infuse into the conversation based on what I know. We're always sort of lay people here, but like um, uh, don't, don't think that you can get out ahead of what somebody might encounter with your style. So no, it's say you're true. wearing neutral tones. Well, that could trigger someone. It's all going to be used. Right. No, totally. It's like got to just be open the and dad for was what, what it is. Neutral tones. And you've chosen to try to be non-distracting, but actually you're totally distracting. Right. With right. your neutral tones. No, I know. And I think that's something that's like an interesting thing to take into consideration of like, I actually think I will change my hair less often once I start being a therapist. Because that's... We'll see. I mean, what if you do change your hair and it becomes a great springboard for conversation with kids? I know. Or I'm like, you can change. Yeah. And that's cool. And whatever. And I'm still here. Like, I, I think that there is a part of me that could pinch and hold myself. And I'm like, it's going to be a problem if mm-hmm. I do. And I should probably talk to my therapist about that. so funny to to really try to just overlay a conversation these days with one of the early conversations and just see the difference in the tone of how these conversations played out. There's a little bit more for both of us. We're a little bit more self-conscious. I think we are because I think we're like, we've been doing this for a longer time. And I think we're all these ideas we were playing with back in the day. There's a lot more, like, at least for me, I'll say certain con- things like, we did defense mechanisms. We're like, we don't know. And now yeah. I'm like, shit. Like, well, you, yeah, you showed me a, a lecture on splitting, and I was like, whoa, it's way deeper. No, I know. I mean, and there's like 20 splits. This is, this is some inside baseball people for who listen to this, but like, projective identification. Yeah. I watched a lecture on projective identification, which I kind of want to show you just a clip of it tonight, just so you can see. We, I was had no idea what I was saying in that episode. And I watched a lecture <laughs> recently on it that was like, oh my gosh. Like, well, I think that's the thing. I think I, I would say this is now, now we're just going to go for a big, quick, I'd say 40 second. Go for it. Harsh turn. Like that's the, that's the struggle with teaching in general for me. Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. learn theological concepts or philosophical concepts and you're like, 
okay, well, give me the basics. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming. No, it's so overwhelming. Right. It's so overwhelming. But, it, but we can talk about the basics. It's fine to talk about the, the gist of a defense mechanism. It's almost like you need to, it's, and I think this is part of like a learning process probably. Like you're learning, you're learning, you're learning. It needs to become so big and overwhelming that you don't know how to say it basically. You know, because you're just still figuring it out. It's like, it was basic. And then once you start to realize its complexity, it's like, oh my God, you're overwhelmed by the complexity. And then you kind of reach another curve, which I, I, I'm like, I'm aware. One of my friends actually showed me a model of this recently. You go from ignorance to complexity, complexity, complexity. And then you kind of go back down to heavy quotes mastery, which allows you to, I think, explain something more simply because I, I, you understand the complexity so much that you can say it on simple terms. But when you're swimming in the complexity, yeah. you don't know how to say it simply anymore no. because you're, you I, don't I have know to what's s- what. I have to say, I, at this stage in my life, I feel like I'm in a bit of a mastery stage. Whoa, but, bold yeah, words. It is bold words. It, 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 it's saying that like we'll always go like, I don't know if it was like, uh, what was it called? We did an episode on excursions. What, what do we call it? Learning excursions. Mm. <laughs> Learning ventures. Learning ventures. You know, where, you, you know, life is a constant dipping into the uncertainty and right. coming, emerging back out or into the unknown or into the abyss. And so, like, I'm committed to doing that for the rest of my life. But, uh, but I think when it comes to sort of, I, particularly theology, philosophy, faith, religion, that sort of thing. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I mean, in my early thirties, it was all complexity. It was all stress. It was all anxiety. And I'm like, oh, I'll just, let me just sum it up for you in a sentence. We don't need to get into complexity. If you want to get into that, we can, but like, it's just this, it's just this. Yeah. There are certain things that you've, you've developed a, yeah. a, a, a sense of a mastery around, which and so is, then you a, can explain it a little simpler. Yeah. Which is why I think sometimes you're needing to remind me of the scaffolding. I'm like, Oh crap, you're right. Like for me, it's like, there's been a journey that it's hard for me to remember, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. In terms okay. Of back to style, back to style. <laughs> I have an idea for a quick prompt towards the end All because right. I think I want to play this clip and either I'll just play it and put it next to the microphone sure, or I can just send it to you, but we could do both and see how it turns out the audio. Um, but this is, I think could be a springboard to discuss cause we're winding down for sure. We're winding down. Let me, let me clarify for Mesa's own uh, sake of security when I mean say I'm, when I say mastery, I'm not saying I'm a know-it-all. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have stuff to learn for the rest of my life. I, I do have a master's degree in theology, so like I, I have studied theology a lot of my life and taught theology and taught Christianity, and so in that sense, I don't think I'm a master, although I have a master's degree. I felt weird for a second, and then I stopped feeling weird because I let it go. Yeah, so I think there's something... I understand the sense of like getting out on the other side of the complexity and wanting to talk for the sake of my own spirit in some more simplistic terms, knowing that there's always complexity underneath yeah. the thing. Yeah. I mean, now I'm feeling an urge to get into all sorts of things, which I won't, but... Um, but yeah, Anyways. I'm not going to play this clip. Okay. I think that that's not the right choice because we're winding down. Wow. Okay. And I want to hear about your dreams. <laughs> okay. Because I think that's significant. Yeah, and this that's clip a- was like going to be a lead into that. But I think what I'll say and lead into this is Scott dreams about clothes. Yeah. More than most things. Hmm. I would say you dream about randomly leading a trip and lots of things are going heck haywire. 
And I'm wearing yellow Crocs. And sometimes that ha- that that's a, that's a dream sequence you have often. But I would say you pay attention to and remember the clothes in your dreams and have dreams that are often the center of attention is clothes. Right, man. And I wonder a lot about that. It's really sweet to be friends with people. Tonight I feel alarmingly seen by you. I'm like, what? (laughs) I've been here the whole time, baby. (laughs) Watching, listening. (laughs) Yeah, this is really cool. I don't know what to say about that because, yeah, I think that combines a lot of the things that are at play in the podcast of like dreams, our unconscious style, our choices, self-expression, bringing something to the forefront. You and I were talking about play earlier and we're thinking like, uh, an outward expression of the inner world, mm-hmm. making something inner, outer. Which I wonder if that's the tension that's happening in your dreams as we're saying this of like, I think there's a part of you that's like wanting to burst forward with like, this is who I am. I have a lot of right. style. I have a lot of like things to say and I want to say it in my own way. And there's this part of your dreams that's trying to say you have some ideas that are stylized yeah, that you want to get out there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think about painting. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, well, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't dream about painting as much as I like to talk about making beats or music someday. I don't dream about that. Mm-hmm. I dream about clothes. Yeah. And I dream about colors. Mm-hmm. And I dream about the way certain clothes make me feel. Mm-hmm. And so, whatever thing anybody would need to do to pinpoint how that got embedded in somebody at a young age. Mm -hmm. I do know that my mom and I bonded over clothes a lot. Like Mm -hmm. it was one of the most special things in my life to go school clothes shopping with my mom at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. And my mom's an artist. So with my mom going school clothes shopping was not utilitarian. It Mm -hmm. was like, it was about self-expression. It was about colors. And my mom, if you can picture like walking around through the mall with my mom, Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, and wow, and whoa, look at this, and oh my gosh, and and like, I don't know, there was just something about that. Like, um, my mom is flashy, my mom is really quirky, my mom had her own bizarre sense of style, still has her own bizarre sense of style. It's I love your mom's style, undefinable, yeah. Uh, and it's whimsical, and and so, like, there's probably always a sense of my mom, but like psychologically, if I'm dreaming, there's probably some sort of perfect union I'm trying to get back to in terms of memories I have of Hmm. thinking about clothes and thinking about reactions I'd probably get from my mom. And then, I don't know, my mom would would paint the picture. My mom would would be the one that was saying, like, now think about what what it's going to feel like to show up in school with these clothes on. Wow. You know, and I'm like, good point. And and they'd sit there in my room for like mm. three weeks. And my mom was like, don't wear them until school starts. And I'd just sit and look at them at all the fits. You know, yeah, we'd call them fits yeah. back then. But like, I'm like, that, I've got the first week planned out. And it's like, there's... Oh, this is so cute. I'm glad <laughs> you're saying there's this. There's something that it is the expression. And then there's something, and I know you relate to this. There's something, even as a like a fourth grader or a fifth grader, that a reaction you're hoping to evoke from mm-hmm. the people that are going to experience mm-hmm. your new style. Like there's something in me, my sixth grade year was like probably the, 
the pinnacle of of a of a of a innocence of style, and it's such like a '90s vibe, like the the centerpiece for my sixth grade look was a pair of black guess overalls that would have to be worn with only one strap. Oh my god. That's the look. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Have to. Yeah. And it's it's at the time it's like crisscross is coming out, Marky Mark is coming out, overalls are big. And I have to say too, it's like I'm showing up trying to say like I know it's in style. Also, this is a yeah. Twist. There's a party that's wanting to say, "Hey, I'm relevant. I know what's happening. Yeah. I'm yeah. here. I'm here today." Yeah, yeah. And then also, I'm trying to say, like, I'm also interested in other people that are st- sort of in style. Mm-hmm. Like, I I would be very attracted to a girl who seemed to s- show that she was clued into style. Interesting. And I don't know what that means. I'm like, what 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 is that? We're, we're all saying. I, I have no idea. I mean, I would love if we had three more hours to really dig into that. And I love and so appreciate that you've opened up the space for me to reflect on it. But like, yeah, I think in dreams, there's a lot at play about my early memories with my mom. Hmm. And I would say like, I have to say like Victoria Legrand yeah. from Beach House, the yeah. lead singer, reminds me of my mom. Hmm. Um, there is a style that's really hard to pinpoint. Like I thought my mom had such a cool look when she would wear like, like I have pink Converse. Yeah. My mom wore pink Converse. Yeah. I love it when my mom would wear like one of my dad's big dress shirts around the house. So like, I thought my mom had cool style. And so it was like something we shared, you know, it's like, you're cool. You have cool style. You're helping me have cool style. We talk about cool style and, I, it's my head swimming with that in my dreams, I think. No, I think it is. That's yeah. really that's really interesting. I didn't think you'd go down a mom route. It's a, it's I a big mom route. I was ready to like analyze like clothes and outer shell, all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, this of course, it so always much... comes back to the mom. I know, I know, of course it does. But I'm like, <laughs> this is like, I don't know. I feel I'm really glad that you just shared that. Like, <laughs> that's that was sweet. really sweet. And I think that it's, I don't know. I had, I have very opposite memories, mm. like, of feeling a lot of like confusion and shame around what I would wear on like first weeks of school to where I ended up like purposely saying I'm going to wear the worst looks on the first week. So people yeah. wouldn't expect things, which I think was a total defense on my behalf. Right. You know, you still do that in a way you're like, Oh, you like this? Oh, that's out. Now I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but I think there's something so whole about this Mm. that you're Mm. describing you know and like I think I really do think that there is something about this idea of like I love this sense of create like with style you could go there's like I mean I think of like the devil wears Prada scene Nala (laughs) this guy is like gonna mess this whole thing up I think of the Devil Wears Prada scene. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I have, but it's been a while. I mean, it was like 10 years ago. It's such a good movie. And the the montage of all of her looks is like incredible. No, please don't do that. Um, (laughs) But uh, there's this part where the main character, I forget what her name is, but it's Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Is like wearing this like blue sweater. And she's like, whatever, I'm just wearing this, you know, because it's functional. Right. And Meryl Streep's character just is like, 
lol you think that's just functional and you don't think it has something to do with this and this and this and this yeah. like tells the lineage of like how that sweater ended up in the bargain rack Man, where in she the old got days, it we would post this link or this clip on our instagram we could still do that it's <laughs> we can bring the old days to the new let's do it but there is this sense of like the doing doing style however you're doing it there is a creative process mm. at hand yeah. and there's potential for, there's a lot of potential for more creativity. Yeah. And I think what you're describing on these, like cultivating the looks, cultivating the fits is mm-hmm. like such a creative endeavor mm-hmm. and like such a, I think like, I'm like, gosh, it's a worthy pursuit. It's a mm. beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to want to create mm. in that way and, and help. I think it's very, uh, like, I don't know what the word, like, integrative for you to consider your style and consider your inner world and consider how they're in relation with one another mm. and how you can honor yourself and your style, like, and integrate the two. You know what's so sweet is, like, on this episode tonight, and, and I, I do love that people get a sort of a glimpse behind the curtain, you know, so to speak, in our conversations, and it's like, there is such a refreshing lack of judgment in this conversation coming from you for everybody, for, for the world, for you, for me, we're just talking, you know, it's like, I don't sense like anybody's judging about style or money or choices or the way. And it's like, of course you can always get into the ethics of sneaker culture. Should somebody be spending $8,000? I think absolutely not. Although like I have no idea what it's like to have a billion dollars and be able to, by that, but that's not what we're talking about. I think just to talk about the idea that we have the means or the capacity or the choice, anybody, anywhere can choose how to express themselves with their style. You know, like it's nice to be able to freely talk about that. And I, I sense a lightness in you tonight. Yeah, that's interesting because I'm like, well, not anybody anywhere. But I think <laughs> I think I think you're right in the sense of like, it's been interesting. I've been really tight for money lately, mm-hmm. like really tight for money. That's another important factor, I think. And so I think that that's something that's really interesting. Of like, I have been, like, I haven't. I've I've had. I'm like generally tight on money, but I've been extra tight and not in like a negative way. I think it's actually been good for me to some extent. Like. I've been working a lot and considering just not making like, like budgeting in a very tight, tight, tight manner. Mm-hmm. And I recently was like, okay, but that I have done a great job and haven't spent money on anything kind of like, like unnecessary yeah. is what I would say. And I recently was like, you have a little savings. I do. And I recently was like, okay, I don't know what to do about this, but like it does feel really important to me that every spring I buy like a few new shirts and say I'm heading into a new season and I'm like wanting to bring my style somewhere and that's important. And I did recently and I'm like, okay, it's, it's, it's this balance of like, it is about like clothing costs money or expressing yourself costs money. And also it doesn't have to cause so much money, but it can be this thing of like, but it's, it's not, um, I think there's a part of me that's been able to be like, oh my gosh, being able to buy clothes is like frivolous or like, 
Sorry, this cat is like really crazy right now. <laughs> um, the cat is trying to eat our charger, everybody. <laughs> being able to buy clothes is like borderline frivolous or like, you know, not important. Right. And I think that there's a part of me that was like, gosh, this is important to me. Yeah. You know, like in the midst of things, it's, it's something that I'm like, I will budget so I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's important to me. Yeah, and I'm on the journey with you, and I'm like, go for it, you know? Yeah. 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 It's great. Uh, I don't know. Are we winding down? For sure. For, for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, let's, have a, let's each have a closing thought. Okay. Uh, my closing thought is, uh, as, as you, just, you did capture my style sort of perfectly these days, and I will say as an update on my style, the thing I'm sort of interested in, and I think this is a post-quarantine vibe for myself, is I am thinking of a once a quarter uniform. Yes. So yes. not probably one item per quarter. So like I have this coach's jacket right now. This yeah. is the You're item really I've wanted. You're really into coach's wanted. jacket, right? Coach's yeah. jacket, right? This is the item I've wanted. Last year I got the uh Wait, coach's jacket? No, there's something they're called something else. Chore coats. That was last year. Oh, was Chore this something coat. different? This is a coach's jacket. <laughs> 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 it's just something different. You just said it. <laughs> yeah, last year was a chore code, although I still have it, so it can still be integrated. But like, it's just fun to think. Honestly, years and well, before quarantine, I think I was like, I'm just constantly kind of buying new clothes here and there. And now it's like an item, an item, and I don't need to. I can wear the same item for a whole quarter. Right. Your you know? whole thing is like, this is my quarterly look. Yeah, I, I'll wear this tomorrow, no problem. I don't need to be like, I wore that yesterday. I'm like, right. this is what I'm wearing. Right. This is my outfit. Right. And it's kind of fun. It's like, hey, everybody, here's the new it's season. It's your uniform. Right? Yeah. Right. And then, and then summer will come, and that will happen in like late June. But for now, what, what are we, March? Mm-hmm. So for the next three months, it's the coach's jacket. I'll wear a few other things, but this is it. Uh, to me, that's kind of fun. It's like fun to think like there's some creativity in sort of thinking about my self-expression, but mm-hmm. also like, okay, it's spring and now there's not much thought. I wake right. up you, and I put you this on. You thought through it and now you have your uniform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you love the idea of the uniform. I, I, that's new. That's new. It wasn't necessarily growing up, but I'm liking that now. I mean, I do think there's something. Who was uh, it? Tom Sachs? Tom Sachs, man, you you freaking really pay attention. It's really amazing. <laughs> I think it's Tom Sachs and David Lynch of like the artist life, but like, yeah, both. Good job. Thank you. Do you want some closing thoughts? I think the closing thought is Mace really is a good friend. You are. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> I don't know. The closing thought is, I think I'd say I'm figuring it out. Like, I would say I am not in, I, I style has always been precarious for me. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of, things riding on it for me in terms of like how gender gets coded for me. Yeah. And like that's, <laughs> this cat has now knocked over my phone <laughs> and how important self-expression is for me and, and how much it's like how complicated it is for different times and different seasons. Like I, I've just been recently thinking of like, crap, I get misgendered a lot and should I work harder to express myself in a way that prevents me from getting misgendered? But if that doesn't align with what I want to wear, like how do I navigate that road of staying true to myself and knowing that however I express myself is my expression of 
my whole self, which yeah. could include my gender, but it doesn't need to perform a certain thing. But then it's also like navigating the world. Like it's annoying being misgendered all the time. So like if I decide to wear a really like high femme outfit, which I may want to do, I feel resistant to do it because I'm like, well, shit, then I'm yeah. going to have to face a certain implication that people have around that. And I think that's something that I want to work for. Like I, I'm, looking forward to is feeling more free to to wear what I want and like not consider it in terms of the eyes of like the perceivers and really consider it in like how I feel about it which I think is like something I've really struggled with like truly my whole life like I think you know it's it's really interesting I think there is like probably a part of me that's been like resistant to thinking about style that I can be like I can I think I have some defenses around it because I do have like lots of memories of just like buying certain things or wanting to buy certain things and then never wearing them because of the way people would perceive me in them. And so just like I have images of me like standing and looking in the mirror and being like, I like this outfit, but like never wearing it. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's something that I'm like still working out in terms of like how I make sense of myself and how I like let myself be in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that, but I do think this whole like realm of like figuring out my professional wardrobe has given me like permission to explore in a new way yeah. that I'm like eager to work with. I mean, when you think about professional wardrobe, it's like obvious that you're not gravitating towards dresses. Oh my you know, gosh, no. I, I love that it's like these no. sweaters, generally sweaters and button downs, and generally short sleeve button downs. And it's yeah. like definitely a certain vibe you're going for i don't know what word you use to describe it but like it makes sense to me based on what i know about you and it's i know it's kind of me living my best life if i get to do this like i'm there's a part of me that's like this is the style i've always wanted yeah and i want it like i want to open my closet and be like i like all my clothes i don't feel that right now right 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 so it's like how do i get to that place where you open your closet and you go these clothes align with me i like what i'm Mm -hmm. wearing i like Mm -hmm. what i have as options (laughs) Yeah, and it's like I I don't work at a professional church anymore. I I always had a wardrobe that was like uh, five, six, seven, or eight outfits that were like ready for Sunday, which is like generally speaking, I'm dressed as a youth pastor, but like on Sunday I'm sensing I probably need to wear some khaki pants or a sweater or a button-down shirt. It's like I'm not really going for that anymore. I don't really have that anymore, and I'm, I'm retiring most of those looks. Yeah. And it's like now that you have the choice to choose and create the wardrobe that you'd want Mm -hmm. for your professional life, which Mm -hmm. you're working your ass off to achieve. Like you can open up your wardrobe and be like, this is not merely an expression of like my personal preferences in terms of what I want to represent. But like this, I, 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 we, 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 it'd be interesting to do an episode on the word professional someday, but like, a, a very sweet sense of like, this is professional with a mace twist. Like, yeah. And that's fair and beautiful and right. Yeah. You know. Okay, everybody. <laughs> I, I think that this episode was interesting. I don't know if we meant to do this, but this was like, this felt very personal. It did. Sorts. It did. I'm like, it did. welcome to a conversation. It felt more personal. <laughs> between Scott and I, I think, about I think ourselves. it highlights a good state that we're in. I feel like we felt very playful and comfortable. In it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think when, when I feel like it gets personal like this, I think I always want to say like, our hope is that if you are listening that a, like, I don't know, I love podcasts and I love like feeling friends with the people I'm listening to. So like, mm-hmm. cool. You just 
got to listen and we're so grateful for you listening in, you know, like that meme of the person like me and my friends, you know, (laughs) but then also I think that our hope is also that this would just simply be an invitation for you to consider like, what's your style? What Mm -hmm. does your style say about you? Like turn to your friends, your partner, your family and say, Hey, how would you describe my style? You know? And like, be curious around that. I think that's like, that's something that we're hoping that if we have a conversation like this, maybe you'll be invited into having a similar one. Yeah. That's why we do this. Yeah. I mean, we have fun. Right. We have I think that's fun. first and foremost, but if there's a mission or a vocation or hope, it's like there'd be some sort of permission to go do this yourself. And I like that if the horizon is complexity or like the thing we mentioned a few episodes back, I think, I don't know what episode it was, but like, we're not trying to turn this into five steps. No. It will always just be a meandering conversation. And the meandering conversation will always lead to another meandering conversation. That's what it's all about. And it's just enjoying that process, you know? So... I I I'm I really loved this tonight. It was nice. It was very nice. Uh, personally, I just feel very listened to and seen. So that's nice. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we don't know what next week's episode. We is don't. Be. We Some, don't. Sometimes we'll, we have a schedule. Sometimes we don't. But we'll let you know. We'll let you know. Thanks for listening. All right. Catch y'all later.